Welcome, friends and neighbors, neighbors and friends, and friendly uh, neighbors, friendly neighbors, general acquaintances, uh, guys you met on the street, uh, random dudes at the gym, uh, some chick with a stroller. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> her name? Don't worry. Her, her name is not Karen. She's she's a nice lady. Wow, wow. All right. Okay. Um, did you not know about that meme, the the whole Karen thing? No, I did not. Apparently, oh, I can okay. meme without even realizing it. <laughs> so that's good. That's a good skill. No, 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 no. The the Karen meme is like basically your your general term for like a bitchy lady. That oh, that's why I said her name's not Karen. Right, right, right. Okay, so well that, that that's good. She, she's a nice lady. That's that's good. It, it's like it's like Jessica or something. Yeah, it's a nicer yeah. name. Uh, <laughs> to all the Karens of the world, we're very sorry. Um, <laughs> welcome to episode 21 of the Breakdown Walls podcast. I am Brandon Cole. He's Sturlock, I think. Um, no, <laughs> last I checked. Um, and today we have some stuff to talk about. Uh, it's There's some good stuff and some bad stuff. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. We have to very carefully do this. We have to very carefully discuss this because... The good stuff is kind of about the same thing as the bad stuff, you know what I'm talking about? Without saying it before we actually get to the news. Um, so we got to split it accordingly. So the regular gaming news segment is going to be about the bad stuff. And then we'll talk about the good stuff. <laughs> but um, oh boy, I'm going to I'm going to throw some stuff in here, too. So for the for the for those who have been following me on Twitter and stuff like that lately, I am a Stadia founder. Well, you know what? Let's let's not do this in the intro. Let's not do. This. Let's let's get into it. Let's let's jump into some some, some gaming news. What do you, what do you think? I think that's something like you're gonna do. Yep. All right. Let's do that. Okay, we are diving in with both feet. It's time for some gaming news, and let's be honest. Stadia is dominating the gaming news right now, it's and the, the Stadia Stadium, the the state of Stadia, or Stadia of Stadia, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Where do you go with that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the Stadia of play? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, real quick, I can do something cool with this podcast, so I might as well do this. All right. So I am not. Uh, well, okay. Let's let's contact. Um, for those of you who've been following me on Twitter and stuff like that, you know that I'm a Stadia founder. I, I bought into it. I, um, I decided to invest because I wanted to cover it, not just for myself, but as a blind person for the blind community to let the blind people know out there, hey, is this a thing that I could even consider later on, let alone right now? You know, could, I, could I even do this later on? You know, so I wanted to cover it, so I, I went for it. Now, I just, no kidding, just before this podcast got my invite code are you just okay i just got, got it your code. i just I, got I it. remember you hadn't got it gotten it yet yep i just got arrived, it but your, your code hadn't yep so i just yeah. got that um and i got earlier this afternoon i got the uh the actual physical package that you get with the founders edition which comes with the controller which comes with the uh, chromecast ultra um and it does so so the, the funny thing is I was going to report if I hadn't gotten my invite code that I thought 
that the invite code was a thing in the package. Um, I, like, I mean, I thought, you would kind of think that. I, I thought, yeah, I thought they because they, these were individually, you know, they each they, they all have all the founders editions have their own serial number associated with them and stuff like that. So these things were individually boxed. Uh, the controller is a one of a kind controller. So this isn't you know a mass produced thing. The founder edition, uh, the 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 controller you get is the midnight blue controller. You know, it's and it's the, it's only going to be for the founders edition. So you know you would. You would think they'd be able to put the, the the code in there too, but that's not the way they handled it. So you know, it is what it is. Whatever. That's interesting. But it it led to a funny moment because you know me thinking that it was uh, in the package, I was like, well, where is it? We gotta find it. So we were looking through, like, is it on the back of the box? Is it uh, under the <laughs> controller? Or you know, right. because but, uh, like this non-existent slip of paper or something. And yeah, yeah, that's we were looking for that somewhere. because because I had I had. Uh, because if you look at the, if you look at the things like the reviewer said, they they talked about how they got the code when they got the the package. So you you, you that kind of led me to think that it was a piece of paper that they received, you know, in the package. Mm -hmm. But then I then I looked on the actual internet and found out, oh wait, they're going to email it to me. Okay, all right, that's fine. I mean, that would be the logical thing to do, but this is Google, so well. Here's the thing, though. I, I in spite of the funny moment it created, in spite of my belief that it would be that way. I actually can't complain because having the code sent to me in an email is actually a more accessible format if you think about it. Yeah, it is. I can set Stadia up on my own now because I have the code in an email. So <clears throat> if you look at it that way, you know, it's not a bad deal. Now, that said, uh, <clears throat> it didn't take me long uh, to find out that there were issues with the invite codes, which is <laughs> just another... <sighs> thing <laughs> so folks stadia's launch isn't going very well no it's not um no, it isn't. people are saying the library is weak which i is. well i kind of agree with it and i kind of disagree with it i agree with it in the sense that I, I understand where they're coming from i know that the reason they're saying that is because there's no new games on it except for guilt guilt is the guilt. one guilt is the one new game that's on stadia right now mm -hmm. And guilt actually looks. It like sounds. It, it sounds could neat. be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds. It sounds super neat. Um. So, I, I get that, but at the same time, okay. I, I I don't think you can say, with a straight face, that Red Dead Redemption Two, is, a bad choice. <laughs> you know. No, I mean it's a it's a pretty new game, like. It's last year, well, but still, it's, it's last year. But I mean, it's a it's game of the year game. last year. You know, it's yeah. game of the year material for last year. It, it swept well. It didn't sweep the game awards, but game. It, it crushed it in the game awards last year, and it's on Stadia, and that's that's good. Um, it's now now here here's something you guys aren't going to believe that I'm going to say. It's not Stadia's fault because it's not that Doom was not. Uh, at launch, because Doom was supposed to be one of their flagship things too, one of their release uh, uh, games as well. So that was going to be a new game. Doom was going to come out when Stadia came oh, out. Do oh, Doom Eternal. Doom yeah. Eternal. Yeah, Doom yeah, Eternal yeah. was going to come out when Stadia came out. That is not Stadia's fault. No. <clears throat> but that was going to be, you know, that was going to be one of the sellers, and they don't have that anymore, which sucks for them. Yeah. Um, you know, they have they have other. By the way, they increased their library to 22 games. So they have 22 launch games now instead of 12. Yep. Um, which is good. I mean, that's that's a good thing to do. Uh, NBA 2K20 is there, which is funny. Uh, 
<laughs> I like that Samurai Showdown is one of them. Samurai, Samurai Showdown is there too, yep. Mm-hmm. I have sure not is. played that one yet, and uh, I've kind of wanted to for a while, so I'm, I'm almost considering... I mean, I don't know. Okay, so so let's let's go through some stuff. Here are the here are some of the problems people have with the launch stadia. The, a lot of the features that they talked about are not here at launch, and that's I will fully admit that basic stuff too. That's yeah, it, I'll fully admit this problem. Yeah, the most basic thing, the most basic, at least that I can think of, that the, of the stuff that's not there. Stadia supports achievements, and according to Google. Stadia will, will currently, as of right now, as of launch time, Stadia will currently be tracking your achievements, but there is currently no UI to show you your achievements. Which, that's kind of silly. It's, it's quite silly. Like, given, given the, the way... Like, you if know, you have the ability to track them, why wouldn't you... I don't know. It's yeah, weird. consoles have been doing this for years. Why... It, that seems such, like such simple UI, too. If you're already tracking them, he started this in 2005. It's been right, 15 right, years. Right. You know that's. Come on, Google. What are you doing? These these are legitimate gripes. Steam and has them. Steam has them. Yeah, Steam has had them also for a while. Um. So, that's one thing. The next thing I can think of is, remember how I was like last week? How I was like, hey, I know what I'll do, guys. Problem solved. I'll cover the Stadia launch with Stadia because you can stream your games directly to YouTube from Stadia. Oh. Nope. Guess what? No, That's not can't. live yet either. <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be until next year. They're thinking early next year, I think, from what yeah. I've heard. Um, another thing that's not live right now, State Share, which is a feature I'm looking forward to, um, is currently not live. The ability to... That one I can kind of understand because that one seems like it's a lot. There's a lot more going. Yeah. On so so here's the thing about Stayshare. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on board with you on this. Like the uh, the achievements thing. Okay, I'm I'm with everyone else. Yes, it should have been there. That's ridiculous. Okay, fine. Stayshare though. Here's what you need to know about Stayshare. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but we didn't we didn't fully cover this. Stayshare allows you to share the state of your game that you're playing on Stadia, and Basically, it becomes a link, and if someone clicks that link, they'll be launched into that state of the game, so they can do whatever do- whatever it is you're doing on their on their you know computer or whatever wherever they launch it. That's the idea. Great idea, but there's actually more to it than that. Google has also said that state share is actually also developer controlled. So what is shared in the state is up to the developer. So for instance, they they gave an example of this. Say you're playing an RPG on Stadia. Uh, they gave the example of Baldur's Gate 3, I believe. Um, and you are at the door that leads to a big old boss. And, you know, like maybe it's a super boss, one of the uber bosses that you know, you're supposed to have a lot of trouble with or something like that. You share that state, okay? You give people that link. What it may do, this is unconfirmed. This is this, just the example that they use to show you that it's, it's the developer's control. What they may do is share the location of the characters, but not share the characters directly, which would then allow the, the players that click that link to use their own characters to take on that challenge. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. knowing that, 
knowing that the level of complexity of, of you know shared states is more than just like a emulator save state kind of thing okay fine i can accept that feature not being there at launch yeah um so that's one thing that's i'm kind of okay with but I, but i am that, that said i'm looking forward to that feature um there's also crowd play which is kind of similar to shared states but it, it's it's different that you know it's it's in the the way you're supposed to be able to stream a game and have your viewers be able to click and basically play the game with you in some cases directly from the stream yeah so that's yeah. that's a neat that's a neat feature and that's not there at, at launch either uh let's yeah. see um there's like i hate to say this i hate to say it, but there's like 15, it's, a, it's a laundry list there's like 15 things there's like a list of 15 yeah. things that were announced it's... that aren't there at launch <laughs> Uh, wireless controller support. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Wireless controller support out, outside of the Chromecast. They're, yeah, you can use the controller wirelessly on the Chromecast. You cannot if you're playing on PC or with a phone. If you're playing on a phone, you currently have to connect a USB C to USB C cable to play uh, with a controller. So Oof. there you go. Um, <laughs> and. So you could you could throw in there currently the only phones supported are Pixel phones, but they were open about that from yeah. the beginning. We already knew that was you know going to be a thing at launch. We already knew about that. That was that was that's fine. That um, makes sense because that's Google's thing. Yeah, that's Google's that's thing. But they they so. they've already they've already said flat out you know we're going to come to iOS. We're going to come to everything else. But sure, you know at launch you know it's this. Um. So, <clears throat> my goodness, there, there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, oh yeah, some, some of the even, some of the more minor into the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, like well, some of the more minor things too that aren't there, like some of the tech they're going to use to to lower latency. Uh, oh, some of it is there, but some of it isn't. Um, like uh, they call there's something called late latching, which has something to do with frames and like being able to. Uh, from what I understand, it, it's it's the ability to render a frame, but then have the ability to modify bits of that frame even after the render so things can change if, if you Whoa. take a different action than was than what was predicted essentially huh. interesting so that's the thing they're working on that's not currently in but it will be um oh yeah currently and this 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 is another one that blows my mind this is another one i think is unacceptable right now currently you cannot play a game in 4k on a pc yeah. Okay, so this is why this is a problem. This was their big advertisement. Like this was their big thing that they were pushing. Well, no, okay, so so to be to be fair, you can play a game in 4K if you're using the Chromecast. But the point of Stadia Pro, like the thing that Stadia Pro gives you is the ability to play in 4K with surround sound. So why would you want to not have the ability to do that in one spot on anything? Yeah. When when your your early adopters are all Stadia Pro users, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> to to be an early adopter, you have to be a Stadia Pro user. Yeah, that's just how it works. So why why would that be the thing that doesn't work? Because wow, <laughs> this thing wasn't done baking in the oven yet, and yep. you took it out, and it's still all doughy. And yeah, yeah, I think that's the general. Consensus. This thing, this thing needed at least six more months. I think I'm. I'm just going to come out and say that, like, this thing was not ready for launch. I think they in needed. Any capacity. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go as far as six months, but I do. I do think at least three. Um, 
at least like February or March of yeah 2020. Yeah, like, I, I think at least three months. Not, it wasn't yeah. there yet. They needed to get not not only did they need more time for their the, the features and implementing the features that aren't aren't currently active, but they needed more time to get all of the latency reduction tech that they're working on. If they, if some oh, of that's not in there, boy, that needs the to be latency. in there. Oh no no no! Oh no. boy, that latency. Well now hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up now. I've, I've, look, I've looked into this a lot, okay? And I, I, I was going to get into this last, but I guess we'll get into it now. Um, and the, the overwhelming thing, yes, I've, I've, I've also seen some reviews that say the latency is terrible. But I promise I saw, you. I saw one that was like four seconds or something oh, ridiculous. Oh, God. Like... Dude. Okay. Okay. That, was, that must have been a terrible circumstance because, okay. So I wanted to... I wanted to uh, buffer, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, amongst all these negatives, I wanted to throw in a positive. And the, one of the positives that I was able to find, and this is, what I'm, this is what I'm sticking to, because I think, I, I, still, I still think, like maybe, maybe I have a level of optimism that no one else can manage to achieve, but I still think, I still think Stadia can find its, I, th- I think it can find its way. I still believe that. And, the reason I believe that is because of all the things that I watched. And yeah, like I said, I've, I've also found an example of someone that had a bad experience with it. But of all the things that I watched, most of them said, but hey, the tech works. Mm-hmm. A lot of things said, there, this problem, this problem, negative thing, negative thing, negative thing, negative thing, negative thing, 15 different negative things. Then they said, but... <clears throat> The tech is impressive. The tech works. And they were saying, and they were saying uh, a lot of the places were saying that um, one thing that was really nice is the reduced load times. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. We're talking about loading up a game in like five seconds. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Um, I like that idea. Like, that's I, cool. I saw, I, I have seen, so like, no, no kidding. I've seen reviews that said, you know, all the negative things, of course, but they also then said, but when I played a game, when I was actually into a game, I forgot that I was playing in the cloud. Hmm. There are people that have had good experiences with the tech. So that is my focus. Okay. My focus is on the tech side. My focus is on the, does it work? Can I play games on it? I acknowledge all those things that are negative, And I think that people are correct to call them out. I think Google made a lot of mistakes with this launch. I mean, I just experienced one that apparently they couldn't send out invite codes in the right order. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they made a lot of mistakes. They did a lot of crap wrong, but I'm still interested in the tech and I still want to see how it is. And I can't wait to provide my impressions on that. Um, and I think... I, I feel like... I feel like give it another year or two. Yeah. And I, like, this is going to be sweet. Yeah, I think it'll find its stride. I think it'll, I think it'll get there because I don't think Google's going to let go. People are like... People are, are oh. touting out the list of things that Google has let go of in the past. Yeah, I, I saw that too. There's a whole site, uh, killedbygoogle.com yeah. or something like Killed that. And it's like a list of like 190 <laughs> different things that Google has canceled over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, they can't because they put way too much money into this. They put way too much money and they, they have partnerships. Like you, you, you can, you can uh, scream out against their library all you want to, but those are, develop- those are publisher and developer partnerships that they have formed. Yeah, and they cannot make those people unhappy, or they'll never get back into it if they cancel it now. Nope. I mean, Rockstar—you do not want to make Rock- Rockstar unhappy. No, 
They're like the biggest Ubisoft on the planet. Ubisoft don't make Ubisoft unhappy either. No. You know. Mm-hmm. So no, they're not going to cancel it. They're gonna they're gonna keep fighting for no. it. They're gonna work on it, and you know they they you know don't think that they don't see all the all the feedback. Don't don't think they don't see all that. Um, yeah, I mean, just think of like, I mean, kind of a different thing, but look at like the way some MMOs have launched. Like, look at the awful awful launch that Diablo three had. Yeah, look at Final Fantasy fourteen too as well. Games both those games are good now. Both those games, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen needed to be totally rebuilt from the ground up. Yeah, and they did it. Even, even the developer was just like, "Yeah, you know, we screwed up. We'll we'll make it better." Another example of that. Another example of that. This is uh this is one of those things that's kind of been floating around in the gaming news lately, but it hasn't been. People aren't talking a lot about it, but people, some people have mentioned it. Another example of that is apparently Anthem. Um. There has been some stuff floating oh, around about, about this. Yeah, yeah. Some stuff been floating around yeah. about Anthem that uh, Bioware has received funding, and probably I guess from EA just doled out the money. Um, Bioware has, has received funding to basically do essentially a Final Fantasy XIV. They're going to completely restructure it, figure out what Anthem is about, and that's not a joke. Um, if you look at the if you look at the lore of Anthem, if you look at the history of Anthem, you will learn very quickly that. Up until a few months before release, Bioware themselves didn't actually know what Anthem was. Um, there were there were people that were working on the game that didn't know that Anthem was the name of the game until the announcement. Yep. <laughs> not even joking. So that's that. that's not, not a joke. Exaggeration. But but the point it's, is it's, yeah, that was crazy. But the point is something that failed that hard, like Anthem failed is also getting restructured completely and it's also good you know it's probably going to be fixed because if you know if they pour money into it and they do it right and bioware is given freedom to do you know their own thing and not suffer through ea deadlines and whatnot um maybe that maybe they'll fix that too so yeah they're not mass effect andromeda in right right yeah right um that said i don't personally have too much of a problem with mass effect andromeda i'm just gonna say it i i I, me and Misty played yeah. through part of that game, and I haven't heard the whole story yet. But I, I, I have enjoyed what we played. I'm not gonna, we, I did. You know, it wasn't terrible. Um, but I, haven't I think people thing. more had a problem with the models. And yeah, that, I, I think, I think that was the focus, and people just called it a horrible game because of the animations, you know, being so terrible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Stadia real quick. So, um, it's it hasn't gone well, but I think I think. It'll, It'll get through it. I think I think they'll get through it. I think they'll turn it around. And I have faith in the tech. I've seen enough. I've seen enough about the tech <clears throat> that I do believe in the tech, and I can't wait to try it on my own. And I'll be able to do that very soon. Um, and I'll provide my impressions of that. But I did want to do I, something. I did want to do something kind of cool for the podcast. I didn't want to leave the podcast listeners empty-handed. So what I have done is I brought up the Stadia controller. Okay, ah. and. I would like to provide my impressions on the podcast of the controller itself. Yeah, I was I was curious it's, what you thought of the controller. It's all I can do right now, but I'm going to do it <laughs> anyway. All right. So, first impression, the material the controller is made out of is quite nice. Um, it is kind of it's not like the, so the the top of it, the top of the controller is glossy kind of like a like a like the PS4 controller's touchpad. But the but the rest of it, including the grips on the controller, are kind of that smoothish, but not smooth but not glossy material. It's plastic, but it's not like 
it's not it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel cheap uh it feels like solid kind of like the ps4 controller or more like the xbox it's, 360 it is a or different neither. material than both it's it's, huh. it's a different like like a different alloy <laughs> than both of those things <laughs> but it's 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 well made it's smooth uh it's the the hand grips are curved, so it's it's very easy to hold and very nice to you know. It feels like a, a solid controller in your hand. It doesn't feel like it's going to break or anything like that when I'm holding it. Um, so it feels like it should. Maybe. It feels like it should. Yes. Yeah. The thumbsticks are close to the front edge. Uh, some controllers they are further back, so it, you know, <clears> that's <throat> worth noting. Uh, so it's, it's very easy to push the thumbsticks, you know, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. The <laughs> Um, I saw I saw a lot of people say they didn't like the triggers on the Stadia controller. Um, I love the triggers on the Stadia controller. Um, I don't know if you can hear this, but you know how like some triggers are kind of like you push them in very far to get anything to get a yeah. reaction out of them. They're, that kind of makes them difficult to push and kind of makes you feel like maybe if you didn't press hard enough that they wouldn't react to you. I don't feel like like you can you can probably hear you maybe you can't hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, so that's that's the trigger. Kind of sounds like the PS4 triggers the way those sound. A little, almost a little. I think it, I think it sets in deeper when you press it. But it's, yeah, mm-hmm. actually R2 is a little bit different than L2. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, huh. But not not in not the way it feels, but in the way it sounds. It's very weird. Um, the the triggers though, press in easily. Because I think you'd want them to. Like I don't, I don't yeah. see that as a as an issue. People are like, it doesn't have enough resistance. What? Okay. Why would you want what? to have resistance? Right. You wouldn't. You want because it's already <laughs> it's already a button. Like it's a. Uh, we 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 talked about the WWE Two K Twenty controls a while back. We talked about the reason they changed the reversal button off the trigger and moved it to uh, X or whatever it is now. Uh, no, it's triangle. Uh, the reason they moved it to triangle is because. Triggers take longer to press. So why would you want more resistance? Now, we've also talked about the PS5 adding resistance functionality to the controller so developers can add resistance. But that is, that is you know, game-specific. That is, that is, you know, a gimmick kind of thing. I feel, where... like, I feel like that's not going to get used terribly often. Probably not, either. but probably, probably in Sony exclusives it'll get used. Yeah. In, like, every single one. <laughs> like, you know, because they yeah. got to use every part of their controller. Um so yeah, they want to show off their tech. It makes sense. So so yeah, the the uh, triggers nice and easy to press. That that feels good. I think I think pressing them in Mortal Kombat is gonna like blocking Mortal Kombat is gonna gonna feel great because I can easily you know press that trigger and block. Mm-hmm. One thing to point out, um, I haven't decided yet if this is a positive or a negative because I haven't played a game yet with this controller. But I want to point out that the the bumpers above the triggers are directly above the triggers. There is Ooh. practically no break between the top of the trigger I... and the bumper. Oh, I don't like that. Well, I don't know if I do or not. Maybe I do. Like, uh, because there's some <clears throat> things... Um, what's a good example here? I'm trying to think of a game... I know, I know for a fact there's some games out there where there's a reason to press like R1 and R2 at the same time or something like that. But I can't think of an example off the top of my head. Like, like hmm. I don't know. I don't like, I might not like it. Like here's, here's what will happen. If I, okay. I'll know whether or not I like it. If 
Um, if I'm trying to play Mortal Kombat and I'm trying to do a meter burn move with R1, but instead I end up blocking instead. Yeah. Then I won't like it. That'll be the that'll be the side factor. But that said, okay, so okay, so this actually, you know what? It might it might not even be an issue because now I'm noticing something. So the bumpers are super close to the top of the trigger, but the triggers themselves are very large. They are quite large. I can move my finger way below R1 and L1 and still be on the trigger and still press the trigger just fine. Okay. So okay. I think if you can get used to the largeness of the triggers and then, and then just shift to the bottom of the trigger to press that and shift to the top of the controller to press R1 and L1, I think, mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay. okay. The D-pad. One criticism of the D-pad. It's clicky. Uh, so it's like the uh, Xbox. It's like the old it's Xbox, like the Xbox one. Yeah. Um, that said, I can't find the uh, this. What's the word for it? The hole. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. the place where the D-pad is set on the Xbox on the old Xbox controllers. You can feel that spot. You can feel the place where it's set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I can't. I can't reach that. I can't, like, I can't intentionally find that that spot, mm. which could mean that it's built in better. Now, okay. is the D pad on a pivot kind of thing, like the three hundred and sixty controllers were, or uh, can you actually like press a couple? Like, can you do it like a diagonal? Press? You can. You can do a diagonal. You can do a diagonal shift very well. Oh, it's, not, it's not on a roller. Said, it's not on a roller. Oh, that's what you're thinking. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's not on a roller. That's what I was, that's what I was getting. No, I, I, that's I, that's important for fighting games. Yeah, it is. It, I think I think it's well built. Okay. I, it seems to be. You know, it seems, and it's easy to. It's clicky, but it's easy to click. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to work yeah. to do that. This this is me doing a diagonal motion right here. There you go. Diagonal. Boop, boop. Okay. Okay. Hadouken. Um, Hadouken. Yeah. Hadouken. Oh wait. Shoryuken. Sure you can. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So between the thumbsticks, you have a large round button in the middle. This is your Stadia button. Your Basically Stadia your button. button. It's your home button, Slash essentially. Yeah. It works. Button. It works almost the same way, in fact, as the. From what I was, uh, I watched some uh, some review videos and and uh, or some some actual live gameplay videos and stuff, and it works basically almost like the PS4's uh, PS button. In that, mm-hmm. if you press the button, it'll bring up one menu, and if you hold it, it'll bring up a different menu. <laughs> so right. there's that. Um, then you have your start, and I assume your select button. There is a button on the left, but controllers these days have been moving away from this, the term select. So technically, mm-hmm. I don't know what that button is called, but it's a button up there. Um, above those buttons, you have two more buttons. Huh. You have your capture button, which is for a combination of things. Yeah. You can press it to capture a screenshot immediately, and you can hold it to instantly capture a 30-second video. And it should be noted, again, going into the, the cloud tech here, the capturing of a video takes no time. Because oh, that's it's cool. Because it's, it's already kind of buffered. It's already it it's you. already there. <laughs> yeah. It's already being you know, it's, it's already stadia. It's already in the cloud anyway. Capturing yeah. video takes literally no time. Zero time at all. It's, it's just done. Like making a Twitch clip almost. It, yeah, it makes a sound. It goes, and then it's done. It's, that's it. That's cool. Uh, you also have your assistant button. Now, 
from from what I was able to determine, uh, this is something we didn't mention earlier, so I'll mention it now. The assistant is one of the things that isn't working up to. Well, no, actually, that's not true. It's it's there, but it's not working up to the potential right now that they're going to reach with it. Um, currently, it can only be used to launch games, but it is there okay. practically. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I it's kind of give it that pass. Like... Yeah, it's it's a start, you know, because again, we're we're talking about another feature that is very developer specific. I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming like any help text the assistant can provide is written by the developer, not by Google. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, like, if you're asking, how do you beat level three of this game? It's going to tell you, but I'm, I'm assuming Google didn't write that. You know? Right. So, um, so yeah, I guess that'll, okay. that stuff will be coming later, too. And, uh, oh, another thing to mention, the controller is wide. I, you know what? Let me actually... Huh. I can actually test this real quick. I think... Are you going to compare it to... I think it's wider than PS4. I can actually make a comparison. Oh, Let's see. PS4 is a fairly wide controller. It is... No, actually it's not. Okay. okay. It's not It's not wider than PS4, but the way that the grips curve, it, it sort of feels, kind of feels like, like it, it is, which mm-hmm. kind of might be a good thing. Like, it it rests easily in your hand and it, it feels, you know, it feels like it's, it's I mean, a, if it's going to give you better ergonomic support, then that's, yeah. That's yeah. I think, I think really that's what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, I think Stadia, if, if they did one thing correctly, I think it's the controller, by the way, in the back, you have your USB-C connector, which you use for, thank God, USB-C, thank USB-C. You. Yes. USB-C. You use that for plugging ah, it into a computer, micro. use that for charging it. Uh, it comes with a charger for the controller, by the way. So it comes with, you get a USB-C to uh, USB uh, mail cable. Mm-hmm. And also you get a little wall adapter in case you don't already have a million of those around your house. Uh, <laughs> like, like I do. Because um, we don't have enough of those. I've got like five of them here in my place. <laughs> face buttons are no nonsense. They, they press in, uh, in my, in my opinion. They, from face buttons. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but like... Like you can, well, I don't know. Like they they press in deeply, in my opinion. Like you press them, and you know you're pressing something. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes with PS4, with their pressure sensitivity stuff, which they never use anymore, but then anyway, it's still a thing in the controllers apparently. But yeah, sometimes you don't really feel like you're pressing the button. Right. Like if you try to press a button lightly, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like you're pressing. But it doesn't. I don't think pressure sensitivity is even a factor in these because as soon as I press it, it's down. It's down all the way. So <laughs> you yeah. know. So it's it seems what like a nice controller. What kind of shape are the buttons? Are they like... Uh, they're round. They're round. They're all round. I figured they'd be round, but I, I'm talking about like... Um, are they like the uh, 360... Or the um, Xbox One buttons where they're kind of convex? Or are they... Oh, they're... Flat, like the PS4 buttons? They're... Yeah, they're closer to... They're closer to PS4. They're flatter. Okay. There's a... There's a... There's a teeny... If you're really looking for it, there's a teeny tiny bit of convexity to that but they're, they're okay. mostly flat so quite a bit like the ps4 though. yeah quite a bit like ps4 yeah yeah okay yeah, I, so it's, i will say i, I do like the uh, ps4 face buttons better than the xbox one yeah overall. yeah yeah just, uh, so it's, it feels it's, better on the thumb oh and the uh the um capture and assistant buttons are both oval shaped just so you know 
Okay. They're up top above the start and select or whatever that select button is. And the stadium button is nice and big in the middle. So. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you would expect. Yep. From a button like that. Yep. Oh, and there is a headphone jack in, in the front. Ooh, so. good. Good, good. Yes, good. indeed. Yes, indeed, there is. That makes me happy. That makes yes, me very happy. Head, uh, game audio beamed from the cloud to your device, then to your controller <laughs> through your headphones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, you know, it, and I, I heard someone say, and I don't know if this is true. I need to do more research into this. I believe, though, someone said that the controller itself, even without, a head, even without connected headphones, contains a microphone? Uh, that would make sense, given the assistant thing. That's it would. Where it's picking up the... it, it, it sure would make sense, but I don't know where that microphone is. I sure can't feel you it. Can't, you can't feel a spot for it? I haven't found it. Like, there's a thing on the back. Like, but I felt like that was a screw. Because, like, uh, like, in the PS4 controller, you can definitely tell where that speaker's at. Yeah, yeah. That's I have no idea where the microphone spirit. is. If this has a microphone in it, I have no idea where it is. I guess I'll I guess I'll find out if it has one in it or not. Oh, so what is if you know what is the uh, letter convention for the face uh, buttons? Because I, I believe it is different. I believe it uses Xbox terms. I believe it is ABXY. ABXY. Yes. It. Cool. Yes, indeed. Yep. Because um, I heard uh, someone playing Guilt for like ten minutes, and they were like, "How do you do this?" And they're like, "Why?" And so I figured that's probably what they're using, uh, okay. <laughs> but I believe, I believe that is that is correct. Cool. So yeah, there's your controller thing. I want to do something for the podcast, and there it is. I I did a thing. Yeah, um, that's neat. Actually, I, I kind yeah. of enjoyed that. Yeah. Also, for what it's worth, the Chromecast Ultra is very small. It's super mm. tiny. Uh, the power brick for the Chromecast Ultra is bigger than the Chromecast Ultra is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because, wow. because it's just a thing that hooks to your TV and then you USB to power uh, the, the thing. But in the power brick That's is the, big, the biggest part of the thing. Um, so there you can, go. You, can you use that to... Uh, can you use that Chromecast Ultra for uh, other things besides yes. Stadia? Or? Yes, it is. Okay. So, it you, is, so you can use it as a conventional Chromecast. Yes, it is, it is a Chromecast. Cool. In fact, being a Chromecast Ultra, it is a 4K Chromecast. So you can use it... <laughs> For streaming 4K content, anything anything supported by Chromecast, you can use. It's just a Chromecast, but it's an updated Chromecast. Okay. It's 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 literally a Chromecast that has the next patch uh, pre-built into it that they're going to deliver to other Chromecast Ultras. Um, okay. And people, that, by the way, bust on your Chromecast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's <laughs> by the way, that's that's one of the things people complained about was that why didn't they release the firmware update for other Chromecast Ultra users on launch day? Uh, I actually understand completely why they did that. Number one... They wanted to make sure it worked. Number one, if you're already a Chromecast Ultra user, and... Um, well, yeah, yeah, actually, to be quite honest, if you're already a Chromecast Ultra user, you probably didn't buy the Founders Pack. Because mm-hmm. you don't need a Chromecast Ultra. Right. Okay? Why would you? So, because you already have one. Number two, mm-hmm. the only people that are going to be playing Stadia are those that are Founders. Right. Um, so... It's not, yeah, it's not out to the general public you, until... You don't what, need the update yet. next year or something like that? It's February, February. February? February of next yeah. year, yeah. Still, like, it's uh, fun, but, guys. But yeah, you, you, Chromecast Ultra owner, don't need the update yet. <laughs> you can't no, use it anyway. It'll, it'll be out when everybody can use Stadia. 
Yeah, exactly. You don't exactly. need it. Yeah, because you, you couldn't use it. Yeah, you couldn't use it for Stadia anyway because you don't have a Stadia account. Because <laughs> you didn't buy the Founders Edition. I mean, if you buy, if, I guess, I guess you could be like you could be one of those people that because you wanted to be a Stadia founder, maybe you bought the Founders Edition of Stadia, and then you have some, you have to find another use for your other Chromecast Ultra <laughs> or something. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would just think people with you know, if, if you want to be, you know, what they should have done. This is actually a good thought. This is actually something that Google should have thought of. Honestly, there should have been a Founders Pack for Chromecast Ultra owners that just gave you a Stadia controller and an invite code, minus, in my opinion. Uh, minus, uh, yeah, for the people that already had Chromecast Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, then they would have to put, put out the patch and then... Yeah, well, that, that that would... but at least then the people that are complaining would have to, like, stand on. <laughs> like, yeah. Why can't we use Stadia? We just got, the, you know, the thing. Um, <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my controller review. There you go. That's done. Um, and I'll talk more about Stadia itself when I have a chance to try it on multiple devices. I will not be able to try it on my phone, by the way, because I don't have a Pixel. Yeah. But I will try it on... Oh, well. Um, I will try it on the Chromecast, and I'll try it on multiple laptops. I'm going to try it on my new laptop and on my old one that's practically dead. Because... Oh, there you go. Because I want to see how my old laptop handles it and in comparison to my newer one and stuff like that, so... Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. That's that. No, I don't know. This might be a this might be a thing for uh, the accessibility uh, portion, but uh, if you're thinking about the I, good news, that's the accessibility portion. Um, no, well, I, I knew we were going to be talking about that, but um, yeah, I was referring more to uh, getting games because unfortunately, you can't. There's no web interface for that yet. Uh, I don't know yet. I will let you know. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> Apparently, you can only do that via the phone. Which kind of says to me that that's Here, here's the, not accessible yet. Well, I don't know. I, don't don't count your chickens, my friend, because I'll tell you this much. I've only just begun here, okay? I've only... Mm-hmm. I, this, I, I did... Um, before I got my invite code, I downloaded the Stadia app. And I wanted to see how far I could get before I had to use the invite code. And mm-hmm. as far as I was able to get, it's fully accessible. I, like, I was able to click on okay. Get Started. I was able to choose my Google account. I was able to, you know... See the screen that oh, says, "Okay, now it's time to enter your invite code." Sign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, for what it's worth, I, I'll. But I'll let you know. All this will be part all of right. my. I, I honestly think, I've thought about this, and this is up to you, Sterlock. But I, I um, this was suggested to me by uh, our good friend Marcus Axford of the Gamer Fuel Studios Network, that which we are partnered with. And I think it's a good idea. Um, I think our next episode should essentially be Stadium impressions. It is, it is a yep. new platform is a new platform and i feel like there would be an episode worth of discussion once i have all this stuff since you can't really stream it right i can't stream it but i can i can sure talk about. a lot about it yeah um and i'll probably yeah, still that, that makes sense even on top of that i'll probably still write about it too so mm-hmm. so yeah i think i'll do the whole the whole gamut for I'm, stadia here i'm very curious how world combat's gonna play i'm very curious too i can't wait to find out dude um, it's making me want to play uh, MK11 in general again. Like, oh man, just launch into some Mortal Kombat in five seconds. Be like, boom! <laughs> Heck yeah! You know. All right, so let's let's get to the accessibility portion here, which is also, believe it or not, going to be about Stadia. And it's good news this time.
Okay, then. Accessibility news. <laughs> um, Here's some good stadium here, news. Here is some good stadium news, folks. And this, this is uh, quite... This is something. Like, this is, this is like... This might my, be, like, industry-changing. Yeah. News. And you wouldn't think, after the discussion we just had about the unfortunately bad launch of Google Stadia and how that's not going super well, you would think that how could there be industry-changing news off of a launch like that? Well, <laughs> it turns out there is. <laughs> so here goes. Google has said that Google themselves is going to hold any developer who wants to release their game on Stadia to accessibility standards. Now, now, podcast listeners, think about that for a second. Just, just think about that for a second. Now, we all know that Google is has has you know hired a couple studios to work on games that are exclusive to Stadia. So eventually, more and more of those will start coming out, and that's 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 one thing, and that's fine. Those games will uh, be held to those standards as well, of course. But that's not actually the point. The point is that Stadia is primarily going to be a service that allows you a different way to play the top-of-the-line, AAA, third-party games. Which means yep. if the developers of those third-party games are held to a standard of accessibility for being on Stadia, and they want to be on Stadia, that means they're going to have to be accessible, at least up to those whatever those standards are, on every platform. Because those games are going to be released, in most cases, on every other platform yeah so wow <laughs> you know so yeah i mean i kind of that is a big move yeah like that's like it, i will even say that's it huge even i'll even say it even for google um that is a scary move because mm-hmm. because that means google is willing to bank on developers wanting to make games accessible more than they want to not be on stadia you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like the fact like which, apple which makes sense given the fact that like they are their hopes with stadia is to appeal to everyone. as wide an audience as possible so yeah it, it just makes a lot of sense for them to do that yeah to yeah. me anyway yeah and, and the thing is apple is not holding themselves to that standard nope. and and we were very, you know, we were okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we understood. Kind of expected that. We understood Apple's perspective. And I even mm-hmm. said, I, I said publicly on Twitter, in, re- in reply to people that are angry with Apple about Apple Arcade having no accessible games for the blind, I was like, look, I even said this. I said, look, it's not Apple's responsibility to make yeah. games accessible. It's only their responsibility to put them on Apple Arcade. A- Apple Arcade is a platform upon which developers They're can publish their games. Service. They're not, you know. Yeah. Um, they're not creating the games it's on developers and you know i I told people that you know just wait accessibility is is trending upwards anyway eventually some games that happen to be accessible will wander on apple arcade anyway it's just the way it's going to work but this is like google is holding developers up to that standard like google is saying you will make your games accessible that's that's cool like it's really cool um, it's really it's that's why Stadia could change the industry, like yep. in, in a very very positive way. Now, of course, this is going to be 
predicated on the, the idea that we are right and that Stadia is not going to just cave um, and that they are going to turn it around after the launch and so on and so forth. As, as many problems with it that I had, do have, I... They do. I, I really think they will, and I really think they can. Um, I still, I still, I still think, I still think that Google is the right, per, the right uh, group to release a cloud gaming service like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, biggest, biggest, one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Yeah. More money than anybody else on the planet. Yeah. That, practically. Right. A Googleplex of dollars. Um, yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, our episode title, a Google Plex of news. There you go. There you go. There it is. I like it. I'll, I'll use that. Um, the uh, let's see. Um, yeah, this is not. This is not going to be an online situation. No. No one's going to buy out Stadia <laughs> because no. Google would never sell it. <laughs> no. 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 Not so, a million years. So you know, it's it's. I think it'll be fine. So so this is going to result in an upward trend. Now I need. To be clear on this, um, positives and negatives all the time. Uh, we don't know what these standards are yet. We only know that they're holding right. developers to a standard of accessibility. We don't actually know what their standards are. So for my blind people out there, do not expect right. games for the blind or games that are accessible to the blind just magically appear overnight. Do not expect Red Dead Redemption 2 to suddenly be fully blind accessible, okay? <laughs> right. Because it's not. <laughs> unrealistic. Um, and... It's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, one, one thing But that's... if we get the trend yes. continuing upward... Yes, exactly, exactly. One thing which that it's is... doing naturally anyway. Yeah, it's doing, it's doing naturally anyway, and this is just going to push it upward further. Yeah. Um, so one, the, the, one of the biggest things that I've learned about accessibility is you get the conversation started. And once you've done that, the bug is in their ear. Developers want to start talking about accessibility more. They want to start adding more accessibility features. And it, this might seem like uh, a pessimist, pessimistic way to, to look at this. I don't, I don't see it that way. But eventually, they'll get to us. Eventually, they'll get to blind people. Because, sure. and I've said this before, I'll say it again a thousand times, blind accessibility is hard. Blind accessibility. If you don't know what goes into it. Yeah, and and blind accessibility is <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> All right then. Uh, so blind. I did your plug for you. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> so blind accessibility is very very difficult to implement. Um, if you want to start implementing blind accessibility, you can't just apply a filter that says now it's blind accessible. It doesn't work that way. You got to start implementing it's, features at engine level, and it's super complicated. Um, it's very much a case by case basis, yeah, too. Like, it is. Per, it is. Per game. Like, it is. Not every game is going to require all the same fixes. Yep, that's one hundred percent true. So, we're difficult to deal with. Um, like, <laughs> you know, I'm I, I'm acknowledging that because one thing I've I've also learned uh, doing the work that I do is that I need to acknowledge that to developers right away, um, because they need to know what they're in for. So I might as well acknowledge that to everyone. Right. Blind accessibility is hard. Uh, you know, colorblind accessibility is not hard anymore because people have figured out how to do it. And, and there's it's, standards it's, for it now. There's standards for it, and it's the same feature. Adding colorblind mode right. is adding colorblind mode. But we totally blind folks need 
a bunch of different features, all game specific, depending on the game, to make a game playable to us. So it's hard. So th- that's why that's why I say they'll get to us eventually, because we are the most difficult, one of the most difficult groups to make a game accessible well, for. Also, getting on the trending upward thing, I think once this, uh, if this super secret thing is as big as <laughs> it's kind of being made out to be, uh, by me, I, I think that's, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I, I believe you're. Believe your hype. hype. Believe the hype. Um, but if that's as big as, as it's being kind of made out to be, um, I think that's going to help the trend too. People are going to look at that thing and be like, oh, if that oh, yeah. can be made, what else oh, can yeah. we do? That, that thing, that super secret thing, that thing is Neil Armstrong, my friend. That is the moonshot. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just. All I can do is just. Oh man! All I can do is just build that hype up even more and more. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Uh, anyway, moving away from that as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is great news for Stadia, and my goodness, I want to, I want to see what those standards turn out to be. Um, I'm, I'm already curious enough about the, the Stadia interface. Can I use it? How can I use it? Will it work with the screen? I I mean, given uh, Google's accessibility track record with their own products, I would venture to say it'll probably if work. it's not if it's not yet, it will be. Yeah, what I'm worried, I'm not. I'm actually. So here's the funny thing about Stadia. I'm not worried at all about the Chrome interface. I, I have right. no doubt that I'll be able to use that just fine. What I am worried about is the Chromecast interface. Right. Because that does have a dashboard type thing. What can I do with that? You know, does the Chromecast have any sort of accessibility features in it at all? Like The Chromecast doesn't have a lot in it to begin with. The Chromecast is like primarily a broadcast thing. Like when, when you're setting up a Chromecast, you set it up with your phone. You know what I'm saying? You don't, okay. It's not like yeah, an Apple yeah. TV where you set it up with Apple TV screens. You, okay. you plug it in. So it's basically you're just, all you're doing is beaming the signal to like your TV or something. Right, right. But the thing is, once you, turn, once you turn on your Stadia controller, though, you bring up a Stadia dashboard on the Chromecast. Right. And that, so, so here's the thing, though. That actually made me think about something. So since, since the Chromecast, again, does not have much in it, period. I'm guessing that even the dashboard for Stadia, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm guessing that even the dashboard for Stadia is in the cloud. I yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting thought, That's isn't really it? Though, interesting to, yeah, it is. Huh. Because that means that text to speech is very, very doable, and probably with the Google Assistant voices, which actually, if you don't know, are quite good. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I could see it. Uh, I just don't know if it exists yet. And no one, yeah. no one is talking about it, so I don't know. Um, but that said, if I can't use the dashboard, I'm pretty confident that at least for now I'll be able to launch games regardless. I, I think, sure. you know, at least, you know, that could be, we don't know this for a fact, but that could be why they implemented just enough the Google Assistant to launch games. Maybe mm-hmm. they did that thinking, you know, the blind people out there, because they are thinking about this, we, we were mentioned uh in uh, in their statement that they want they want people to be able to play games. A lot of people have different problems, but you know, we were yeah. mentioned. Um, so 
So maybe the reason the Google Assistant can launch games right now is because we can't otherwise access the dashboard. So at least then we can do that. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll find out. I'll find out. Yep. I'll find out all the things. Okay. So we're actually done with Stadia, but we're not quite done yet. <laughs> there is more accessibility news to talk about because I want to talk about Jackbox. Ooh, yes. This is, this is cool. This is super cool. Um, Jackbox is amazing. <laughs> Indeed. Like, how, do you, how do you start this off? Oh, yeah. Jackbox is amazing. Um, <laughs> so for the past couple Party Pack streams that I've had, there has been a representative of Jackbox, and not just representative, an actual coder on what they call the controllers, which are the web portions of Jackbox. He writes code for the controllers. Um, all, the, all the different games, when you, when you enter a room code and a game is launched, you're in that game's controller. And that's what they call that. Um, so this guy has come into our, uh, my streams of Party Pack and asked questions of myself and the rest of my stream viewers uh, regarding accessibility. What, how, how are they doing so far? What could they fix? And stuff like that. And so, of course, what, we, what do we do? We piled on him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, yep. we suggested a lot of stuff. And um, a lot of stuff has already happened. <laughs> like, a ridiculous ton of stuff has already happened. Uh, mini games that were broken for us, that were not, were not accessible to us, fixed. Uh, yep. Entire Jackbox games. Um, looking at you, Gespionage. Yep. We had no fun with Gespionage before. Yeah. Because, we, we, I mean, we could play it, quote-unquote, but... Like, we'd have to leave. Okay, cool, we'd have to leave but... all our sliders at fifty percent. Yeah, because we couldn't move them. Um, so now it was no fun. Now we can. We can. We can down to the percent. That's our, one of the things I was worried about. Is would it work down to the single percent, or would it just like jump by ten and five all the time? Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. But no, it works perfectly. It works exactly. That's why I, went I, out of, I kind of went out of my way to set the percentage of sliders at odd, at odd numbers. Sometimes. Yeah, like twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that works now. And if that's not enough for you, try playing Dictionarium or Joke Boat on Party Pack uh, 6. <laughs> that's so nice. I was so happy to see that. We're finally in the area where things on Jackbox read automatically. And wow, I mean... Hey, I can tell what the scores are now. Holy crap. We can tell what the scores are. And the <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I think it was Cello who pointed out that now we can see more than, than they can. Because for us, the scores stick around. Yeah. Uh, we can we can go back through the log of everything everything that was sent to the device. So if we if we miss the scoreboard in the time that is on on the physical screen, we can just go read it ourselves anyway. <laughs> yeah, we have it forever. They only have it for a few seconds. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I wonder how that works. Um. So yeah, it reads the scores now. It reads the the winning vote for things now. Uh, so you know what's you know in Dictionarium, you know what uh, the winning synonym was. You know what the winning sentence was. You know it makes makes it clear who the winner is. You can tell who joins your game if you join yeah, first. That's, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Things are moving. Things are moving, that's and great. I I was I'm just shocked at how quickly they're moving. Like. With all the things we threw at this guy, I didn't actually expect much to be implemented. That was super quick. You know, as quickly as it was. Like, um, he told us 
that when he was when he was on the stream, we knew then that the uh, the sword minigame in Murder Party Two was going to get fixed because he told us that was already like he was already yeah. working on that. So we knew that we knew to expect that. But the dictionarium stuff and the joke boat stuff, nobody yeah. expected that. <laughs> I was like, oh, nobody expected that that fast, you know? No. So it's just so great, and that blew my mind. It's so great to to see them working with us on this stuff, and like, we 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 again, this is another thing we express on stream. But we might as well mention the podcast here. This has been a decades long battle. Yep. Back when Jackbox was Jelly Vision, I was so. Because like, I think you and I kind of been playing. You don't know Jack around the same like the same amount of time. I have I been started playing, playing it since it volume like one. The late nineties. Yeah, ninety six okay, or so. Yeah, you've been playing. You've been playing it longer than I have. I I started at like volume three. Oh yeah, I started on volume one. I got and I got the ride for like my birthday or something. Such a good birthday present. The ride was so good. The ride was so good. I still play the ride. I still play the ride to this day. It, it's yeah. that good. It's in the Steam collection. You can get it right now. Yep. You can't. Uh, that's a good Steam collection too. I it is nine games. That. It's do it. It's cheap too. It's like nine, it's like ten dollars, something like that, most of the time. Yeah, it's it's crazy good. But my point is that I we always were kind of under this like, oh man, it sucks that like we can't really do the Jack Attack. Yep. But the rest of this game is so good that we don't really care. That yeah, much. we just didn't care. Like it, it, we were at the point where. We would play against other people, and we would just play the game and not care if we won the game or not. We just wanted yeah. to do because we were having fun playing with it. Like, yeah, like I played the ride. I played the crap out of the ride with, uh, you know, family and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. Had, we had a good, good old time. Yeah. Um, but I was so, so happy when Party Pack Five came out, and for the first time ever, accessible Jack Attack. Yep. That was just like holy crap. And it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's because they chose to change the way it worked. Because they changed the format. It doesn't. That yeah. doesn't. That's not the point. Like whether it was intentional or not, here we were at last with a Jack attack. We could play. We could play. You know Jack with our friends to fully. the fullest. Um, fully, fully, fully. There's like, not an, an inaccessible part of you know Jack nope. and Party Pack Five. There isn't. Oh, it's so not a single great. one. Yep. And uh, yeah. So like back in the day, I would I would want to be in the lead by the time we got to the jack attack and if i was i would basically consider that a win for me yeah <laughs> sure because i did it up to that point and then you know i couldn't really play the jack attack but oh well i did it as yeah. far as i could you know yep so and yeah. now now here we are fully accessible jack attack even though it wasn't done for us but, but but i guess what i'm getting at though is back then we were trying to fight for it like we were we were sending letters i i sent one uh to jellyvision trying to convince them to make you know the jack attack accessible to us because we really wanted to, I, to play that part. I don't think I don't know if I sent an email, but I thought about it. I don't. I don't think I ever got around to it. Yeah, I, I, I did think about sending one. I did send one, and I got the same response that I think most people got when it came to that. Is like form. Letter, we don't know. Basically. Well, well, I don't know if it was a form letter exactly, but like it was like we don't really know how to approach that, and like we would be worried about other types of disability. I think uh, uh, someone because. Yeah, Someone said they got a response that was like, what about the deaf players? Like, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, I was like, okay, let's let's consider this. Let's make other considerations for them. Or, you know, 
but it, 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 right. it the conversation petered out every time is what the point accessibility accessibility in general just wasn't really thought of back then either yeah it was it just yeah wasn't it's a much bigger topic. It wasn't now a conversation. It wasn't a conversation people were having. Yeah. Even even like six or seven years ago, people weren't really having the conversation. Yeah, I, I, I talk about my GDC. I talk about my GDC twenty fourteen experience all the time. Yeah. You know, I really kind of got the ball rolling on that. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it was Honestly. part of it. It was part of it. Like the the panel, the fact that GDC was willing to hold that panel was a huge deal back then. Yeah. Um, and th- so that panel was good, but the, the experience that I talk about is. The fact that even then, even though I was just a part of an accessibility panel, I go out on the show floor and I try to talk to developers about accessibility and I get laughed at. Mm. Even back in 2014, I was getting laughed at. So Rockstar with their, what, $250 million? I, I, uh, so, so mad. So mad at Rockstar. I think they said $128 million, but since... No. No, Rockstar. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. Rockstar salt. Anyway... <laughs> That yeah. said, that said, <laughs> that said, you, be- you better trust it. If I got a call from Rockstar, I'd be like, okay. Sure. I forgive you. Okay, all this forgiven. It's fine. You know, I would, I, would, I would do the work because I would want people to play a Rockstar game. So I would just be like, yeah, okay, I'll just let it go at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the Jackbox fight has been going on for a long time and it's finally over. Like, we have won guys yeah. we have one we are Our getting voices are finally being heard we are getting accessibility features like mad in jackbox and you know that going forward like this is now in their brains this is now in their thought process you know so yep. do you think that party pack seven because you know there's gonna be a party pack seven do you, oh yeah do you have any doubt that there's gonna be like you know are there gonna be any inaccessible games party pack seven i don't think so I, I don't mean, think there will be. I mean, unless they do another drawing game, which then well, okay, okay. Fair fair I'll enough. give them that. We'll we'll allow but... them to continue to do drawing games, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because those are popular. Those yeah, they are. Well. They are. I know patently um, stupid is super popular. People love patently stupid. But, but like, I'd say yes, given the fact that pretty much all the games in Party Pack Six were basically fully playable, except for a couple like the. Yeah, there's just, too many games. Yeah, yeah, there's there's just little issues. Uh, Murder little Party 2 things, has little but, issues. Uh, role models so we can has little enjoy issues. all of them. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say it again, I like role models. It just has a has a place, and it's not necessarily on a stream. <laughs> um, yeah, role models is definitely a game for people that... Big, big actual parties in actual other. big rooms Very that know well, each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that said, uh, even role models has only a couple of... Uh, issues for accessibility it's it's pretty well done yep uh so yeah oh impression oh the other thing i don't know if this is if you ever mentioned this with but uh the whole thing with push the button where you can't use the keyboard to actually push the button oh yeah yeah you can't can't push the button is what you're right (laughs) Uh uh-huh push the button yeah um yeah i don't know if that's like you know what? I don't think we mentioned that to him in that stream. That might be something to bring up. That is a thing to bring up. Yes, it is. It definitely is. Cause it's, it's funny because uh, I think it was Chaos Bringer managed to do it one time. Like, mm-hmm. 
and he he said he managed even, to like root the mouse cursor. In yeah, and I and I tried to do it. I tried to do it. And it still didn't work. I don't know. I don't know how and he pulled it off. I have never had. Some people can do it like super easy. I have never had any kind of luck rooting the mouse cursor in any yeah. consistent way with a screen reader. Yeah, I don't know. Some it's, people are really good at it. I just I it. Apparently, I'm not one of those. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot push the button either. Push the button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So that's that's Jackbox. They're amazing. Props to them. Good lord, they're super awesome. Um, yep. I also wanted to briefly mention Sequence Storm and their uh, Team Trees event. Trees. Uh, that has wrapped up now. Um, and I will congratulate one Killer Beast on his hey. his mammoth efforts. <laughs> I mean, that guy put in the work. I'm, you know, I'll give it to him. He put in the work. He he did what you did for fear. Yeah, he's he's me in fear. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he uh, so like I put up a pretty good score. Like me personally, I am still to this day, I'm actually proud of the work that I put in. I am okay with the score that I got. I achieved approximately like 800 something points in, in the trees event. And that's pretty mm. freaking good. That's, that's still in the score, but still up there in the scoreboard. Killer beast eclipsed my score. <laughs> he eclipsed it. He more than doubled it. I believe he ended the event at something like, I think it was like 20, what, 20, 2300 or 2400 points. Wow. So he may have even tripled my score. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, but the thing is, it's cool. Like, you know, I, I was, I enjoyed it while I played it. And ultimately, it was for a good cause. Like, yep. the, the event was actually for a real donation made to save some trees. So, which is awesome. That's awesome. So, good for him. Killer Beast winning the, the, the trees event. I believe he's going to get some kind of prize too for, for winning it, according to Sequence Storm. Although, last I, last I heard from, from his Twitter, he, he was thinking about a prize, but he's not sure what it should be exactly. So yeah. I don't know. If, okay. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But you know, that's apparently a thing in his, in his head. Um, so yeah, that that was a great thing, and, and I, I thought it should be mentioned here because there aren't many games um, for those who are listening out there that are cited and stuff like that. There aren't many games out there that have big, you know, in-game events that we can actually participate in. That we, we can actually play. be a part of. Yeah. Because usually when stuff does is it's like an MMO type deal or, you know, stuff. You know, MMO stuff doing like world that. events, Fortnite doing big, huge, you know, crazy events that people get into and stuff like that. But this is a mm-hmm. thing that we can do. Like every aspect of this was also, you know, narrated. We knew how much time we had left. We knew how much points we had. We knew we could look at the leaderboards. Uh, we could look at how many trees we had saved. Um, we could look at the global, how many trees globally were saved. You know, it's everything was done does- so well. So well, I hope he does more events like this because that helps so too. Cool, that's a cool, like, concept for like, yeah, let's let's do a world event type thing and yeah. use it for charity. Like that's super. It cool. was a super great event. It was super. Love it, that it, idea. It was incentive to play. You know, I I can't believe how much arcade mode I played in the pursuit of that event. Like I <laughs> I've rocked some songs multiple times yeah. in some cases to uh, to get the score that I got, and you know. It, it was really, really fun, and I, I want, I want another thing like that. <laughs> Do another one. Do another um, one again, so, yeah. again, again. <laughs> so yeah, that that's uh, that was good fun, good fun. 
Uh, and I think that's all that I have for accessibility news. I, I wanted to, I definitely want to talk about more than Stadia, although I recognize the Stadia was a huge part of the, the show today because it was in the news everywhere for different reasons. But so that's that's all I have, though. Um, anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, I wanted to briefly talk about uh, this MMO that I oh, right, uh, discovered. Right, right, right. I audio yeah, you games. Yes, it's good. Good call. Good call. Uh, called the Black Desert. Indeed. And uh, it's kind of cool so far. I haven't gotten very far. You, I've, I think you haven't gotten as far as I have. No, I'm, I'm not as far as you. I still haven't played again since then. Not by much, though. Not by yeah. much, though. Um, yeah. Like, like three quests or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, the thing that makes this MMO cool, at least as far as doing uh, the story quests, is that... Uh, there is functionality built into this game. And it's actually kind of how that... I don't know if you remember me telling you about this the, that Chinese audio MMO a few months ago. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, think uh, I do remember you mentioning that, yes. It kind of works on the same principle as that, where it will auto-path you to your next quest objective. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. And... Um, so yeah, in Black Desert you can select your quest and you uh, select the navigation thingy and then once you're out of that menu you press I believe it's L3. L3, L3 yeah. And it, you'll start walking to your quest objective. Yep, automatically that, the whole way there. The NPC that you need to talk to or Kind of the general area of where things are that you may need to kill. It seems to walk you. I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe like this is just lucky experiences that I've had. But it seems to try to find the mobs. Like it seems to try to. Like every time that yeah. I was looking for the foxes, uh, I was right in front of one when I stopped moving. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I uh, that was me with the foxes too. I'm having a bit of trouble with um, the specific because I'm on one where. So there was a quest where I had to kill like a few different types of mobs. There was uh, like some wolf packs and some tree spirits. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it would take me to like when I got done killing all the wolf packs. Uh, sometimes it would it would take me to tree spirits, and other times not as much. I don't know if that <laughs> not was just so me. I don't know if that was just me moving in the wrong direction and not finding the stuff that I need to kill. But now I'm having kind of an issue where uh, I need to find or kill it. The quest objective says, learn about, you know, these. Right. Right. But, but it did with the foxes too. learn about, learn about these gray foxes and you had to go kill some to learn about them. Yeah. (laughs) So there's like three times, three types of tree spirits that I have to uh, go kill. And I've, killed like two of the three that I need um, but I haven't found the I believe it's the mature ones oh okay, okay. Uh, and I I kind of wandered around for like a half hour both with the uh, auto quest I just thing and a little bit without it yeah, yeah just in general I just kind of got bored after a while I'm just like eh, I'll come back to this later but yeah see I, I it seems like I like the concept. This is cool, but yeah, 
I just got distracted with other things. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm a busy person too, and that's why but I'm played for the I have. But I do want to come back to it and see what else I can do with it. I'll definitely be coming back to it myself as well. Um, the the, the auto pathing is literally like a thing that I said would help make MMOs more accessible. Like I know, yep. obviously they didn't do this for us or for me or whatever, but I mean. And yeah. you can stop it too at any point. Yeah, you can like, stop if you're it. You're passing by like an enemy that, like, well, what's this enemy? Like, can I try fighting this? And you you can just move your stick and it'll stop moving. It'll, yeah, it'll, it'll you, give you, you full control over. back. Yep. Um, it's, I'll tell you what though. There's... How could you imagine if World of Warcraft had that? Oh, oh good lord, good lord. Oh. Along with you know narration would be great, but you know, but yep. yes, that would be Absolutely. great. Um, but you better believe. Uh, there was there was one time I don't know if this happened to you. There was one time where I was uh, so you can stop at any time. But there was one time when I was auto running and I heard a distant like roar of something like that sounded yep. like it was huge. And I was like, yep. nope, <laughs> just keep going, just keep going. <laughs> also, another another trick you can do. I don't know if you uh, figured this out, but when you're auto running, uh, you can press L two to sprint so you can move faster. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, cool. Yep, that's good to know. Um, there, there's, there's, I, I think there are, are, are a couple of issues with the auto pathing too. Like, I mean, it's, it's nothing game breaking for us. I mean, we'll, we'll struggle through it because at least we have that functionality, but like, I've, I've found that sometimes, I don't know. It seems like I lose track of the quest. Like, I don't know how often I need to, I had that retrack with, the quest. I had that problem with my first character where I was just running infinitely and it got to the point where I actually forfeited the quest and i'm like oh i can't like pre- actually do anything now well Ooh. i guess this character is kind of kind of screwed so i started a second character and yeah didn't have any yeah. problems with that but, yeah i, I so. guess that'll that'll kill us then if, if we forfeit any quests um uh-huh. for me what i've did what i did because i had that problem too where i was just running 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 i actually don't think i was moving at all because I, I was trying to listen to the environment around me and nothing was changing so i, I yeah, think i was running in place um so what I ended up doing is you may have just been stuck on something. I was probably too. stuck. On, so that's that's that what was... I'm thinking. Like I'm wondering. If, I wonder if it sometimes has like the Resident Evil problem where you get stuck uh-huh. on stuff. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I tried it tries to take you around and I just can't. Yeah, quite it just it. it just doesn't quite pathfind all the way around it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that sometimes I just repeat the the uh, the steps to retract the quest, and that sometimes works. Or sometimes yeah. I'll just back and fill a little bit, and that sometimes works. But you know. It, the thing is, it's there. <laughs> like the thing is, we're completing quests in an MMO. So who are we to argue? I think uh, I think that would make for at least an experiment. I, I think it would make for a fun, at least like one experimental stream and see. I I want to do one. Yeah, I want to do one. I just don't works. know. I, I want to do one, but I just don't know when. I, I'm thinking probably I'll do it after Catherine run is over. I think it's probably yeah. the best time. Because right now I have enough content. Like. You're I know not, some. Yeah, you're not. You're I know not some. Yeah, I know some. Content. I know some stuff is coming to a close, but I have enough content for the moment. <laughs> yeah, and so, you've yeah. got more like stuff that you could start. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff in the pipeline. That's, I have enough content. There's stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, so we're good there. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So yeah, Black Desert, surprisingly accessible MMO. Uh, of course, we have to use remote play and OCR and stuff for it, but uh, you know, there's no narration or anything like that. But Auto pathfinding, that's a start. That's step one, my friends. Yep. If you want to make an MMO accessible, that's one come way to on, do it. Come on, wow. Come on. 
Yeah, you know, you come wanna, on, wow. Just please. Give us, and I'm not talking about auto-follow here. We want to be able to do some no. stuff on our own if we want to. Yep. So, you know, do it. Do it, World of Warcraft. All right. <laughs> so so that's Black Desert. Uh, anything else you want to mention? Uh, nope, I think that was it. All right. Well, then, uh, let's do an outro, and we'll close this thing out. I'm going to set up a stadium. <gasps> I mean... <laughs> All right. Outro time. Welcome back. No, not, not really. That's that's basically our show, guys. Uh, nothing nothing more to say. There's no more gaming news segments or anything like that. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of talk about Stadia, and I'm pretty... I guess we're basically confirming at this point that the next episode that we do is going to be my in-depth impressions of Stadia on multiple devices and multiple games. I'm going to try two games, the two games that we can actually play at least part of um, on Stadia. And yeah, that's that's the plan. So we'll talk about Stadia next time. Um, in fact, we'll, we'll probably do a little bit different format next time. Like, that's going to be the episode. So we'll probably just do yeah. like a... No intro or... Yeah, no no intro. Just, just, just that's that's going to be the... That's how the, that's how the episode's going to work. So just, yeah, no segments. Boom. All right. So... Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this information and, and this news and our rants about things and our discussions of things that you may not know about. Um, as always, if you'd like to share this podcast, there's an easy link you can provide your friends to do that. Breakdownwalls.net slash podcast. Breakdownwalls movement is the movement that we are a part of, where we try to break down the barriers between the disabled and non-disabled gamers, streamers, and generally people of the world. So join us on our Discord server if you'd like at breakdownwalls.net slash Discord. And you can follow me at Man on everything, essentially, Twitter, PlayStation, YouTube, Twitch, and now Snapchat. Not kidding. Ooh. I was like, you know what? There's no re- like expanding your social media presence is important when you're doing the work that I do. So what the heck? I'll get a Snapchat. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally have a Snapchat now. Follow me at Superblimen on Snapchat if you want. Um, cool. There you go. And uh, Sterlock, what about you? I am not on Snapchat. <gasps> That's fine. I'll uh... forgive you this time. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, pretty easy to find. I am Starlock, S T I R L O C K, on uh, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, uh, PSN, uh, Xbox Live, all that good stuff. All pretty, good stuff. pretty universal. Yep, universally Starlock. I'm, I'm almost universally super blind man. There you go. See, yep. we're we're super easy to find. So if you do have, if you do like the show, if you like to uh, comment on anything we've said here today contact us let us know give us a comment give us some feedback leave us a voice message and even even you know what at this point even if you're tony leave us a voice (laughs) (laughs) tony we love you um but uh yeah so we we would love some feedback we'd love some comments we'd love to uh be invited to discuss more things you guys didn't hear about today just let us know we'll be happy to tell you know make the podcast about a lot of stuff Although, again, next week's episode is going to be basically Stadia. Um, yep. So there you go. Uh, so that's the plan. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 22. The Stadia episode is going to be 22, a palindrome. Does it mean anything? Probably not. But it's <laughs> That's what it's going to be anyway. All right. <laughs>